Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Design Hustle podcast. This is an initiative between Design Hub Kampala, MasterCard Foundation, and the Innovation Village. We're all about telling the stories of entrepreneurs and their entrepreneurship journey. Without further ado, here is your host, that is me, Patricia Peel, a multi-passionate creative purposepreneur, a designer, storyteller, life coach, and the founder of This Is Me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. With me is Dr. Doreen Mazakpwe. She's a lactation specialist and the founder of Naturally Nourish. Well, let me leave it to her to tell us all about herself and Naturally Nourish. I am Doreen Mazakwe Semuju. Semuju is my husband's name. I commonly go by Doreen Mazakwe. I'm a medical doctor by profession, so I am Dr. Doreen Mazakwe. Uh, uh, My company is called Naturally Nourish. Uh, What does Naturally Nourish? How long has Naturally Nourish been here? When did this start? We started in 2016. We are registered under the Companies Act in Uganda. We've been in operation since 2016, April, so actually now it's five years. Um, <clears throat> what does Naturally Nourish do? Naturally Nourish uh, supports mothers to confidently nurture their children by providing nutrition and child care support at a professional level for the first 1,000 days or within the first 1,000 days. The first 1,000 days is a very clear concept. Uh, it starts from conception to the to the second birthday of that child. Mm. So the nutrition and child care concerns of every mother and their support persons, which might be their family and whoever it is that helps them, yeah. those are the issues we address, those are the problems we solve. So if a pa- if a mother has any pain in those areas, naturally nourish soothes those pains. Okay. So yeah, so from the mother's nutrition to the newborn's nutrition, the young child's nutrition, that is our business. Okay. And yeah. what what inspired you? What inspired you to start such a business? Because it's a very unique kind of business. Mm. So, so what what inspired me was you. You will not believe that before I had my first child, I was never concerned about those things. <laughs> <laughs> even when I was even when I was in in medical school, that was never an an area of concern to me. But until it touched me personally and pained me personally that I had problems with breastfeeding, yeah. even when I was in a in a field, I was in, in I was a medical person. Yeah. And this medical field was challenging me clearly. If I had gotten sick of malaria, I would know what to do. Yes. But now I had challenges breastfeeding my own daughter. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. Or I was not sure what to do. I had no confidence to solve that problem. I didn't know who to contact to help me because I thought I had been in the presence of people who should know. Because I, I, I gave birth in a hospital. Mm. I, I had my reviews in the hospital several times. And this was the most outstanding problem. And it had effects on the baby. But no one was, was, was either no one was detecting the problem or no one knew what to do with my problem or no one was concerned about it even if they knew. 
So this is what made me look for knowledge about it. Mm. And the first instance was just to look for knowledge for my own consumption of how to sail through early motherhood, feeding the child, caring for the child, those things. Mm. So, so when I realized that I had no practical evidence-based information about my problem and how to solve it, and I also didn't know a professional in that area to help me, I felt, I realized that there was a gap in that area. Mm. And what, what inspired me even more was that there were other countries, like the U.S., Western countries mostly, and this profession had been in place for like 30 years. Wow. And I was like, what? 30 whole years and I've never heard of this profession. Like, how is that even possible? I didn't even know that it can be a profession. Yes. So later on, when I, when I, you know, when I was able to, to do things for my baby, I decided, why can't I do these things for other women mm. who, who clearly have a challenge that I am having? And if I'm a medical person with this challenge, I can only imagine the non-medical person who doesn't even know what's happening. They probably more stressed than me. Yes. So I said, you know what, let me step into this gap and provide these services to the mothers. Uh, and my original career path was not was not infant and young child nutrition. It wasn't. I wanted to be a physician. Oh. Physician, yeah, I wanted to be a physician. By the time I started doing this thing, I had even applied to go to school to do my master's in internal medicine. That's what they study. But things just took another path. So I said, you know what, let me just pursue this as a profession. And and I I know I will be I will be useful to society mm. by providing these services and it will grow as it has grown in other places. So that's how I got inspired to do these things. Wow, <laughs> mm. that has really been a serious starting point. <laughs> <laughs> but how has the journey been in building your company? Now tell us how has it been? Because now it you're has- saying you're five years. Mm. Yeah. It's well, it has not been very easy in, in, in we, we have we I have walked the journey, yes, this is the fifth year, but it has not been an easy journey as you later on talk about the obstacles. Almost might just go right into it. But the the, the the journey has been exciting to see how, how I have grown from from the time when I started providing these services, even before I registered the business, yeah. so now it has morphed, it has grown, it has grown significantly. Uh, so, so now this is what I do full time. Okay. By full time, I don't mean I work from eight to five. <laughs> I mean there is nothing else I do other than this. That's what I mean by full time. So it has been exciting to. To understand what the whole area, what this whole business area of mother, infant, and child, young child nutrition is all about, mm-hmm. uh, what it is like in our country, what it is like in far countries, what what the level of professionalism is in the same area here in Uganda and in other countries is a huge difference. There's like a chasm of of difference between what happens here and what happens in other countries. Uh, 
and so and I'm excited to see how it's picking up because the world is a village, like you know now, a global village. So what happens in other places eventually comes to to your village. So it, it has been exciting. Mm-hmm. I would say challenging as well. Yes, I can imagine. Not short of challenges. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've been talked about the challenges, how have, have you? What has been the biggest obstacle you have had to break through, or the biggest challenge you have had to break through, and how did you even overcome it? The biggest has been in getting our primary customer, who is the mother, and her support. Team, her support team is usually like the husband and family, okay. and medical and medical staff. That's also part of her support network. Now, our biggest challenge has been in getting them to understand the value we offer. Okay, because I did not see that being a, a valuable service in medical when we were in medical school. In medical school, if you were a surgeon, if you were a physician, a pediatrician, an obstetrician, you were of value. People would look for you. Your clients were clear. They would look for you. No question. If I have a hernia, I go and look for a surgeon. If my baby has a cold, I go and look for a pediatrician. Mm. But if my baby has breastfeeding problems, and they would not be sure who to look for. Yeah. They would either tell the obstetrician or tell the pediatrician or tell the midwife or tell a nurse. They would not know exactly who to look for. Mm-hmm. So this, so, so getting people to understand that there's this one person who deals with the mother and her child because they have this unique relationship with feeding, they, they, for them to understand that there is even a professional for that part has been a very big challenge. And so when people don't understand value, they do not want to extend their own value to it, meaning they don't want to pay for that service. So they think it should be free, for example, yeah. which I, which I am not complaining about, but someone has to pay the bill. Yes. Because yeah, someone has to pay the bill and, and until there's something like insurance or something which covers these things, yeah. That's going to be on the on the client. So convincing this person that we are of a certain, we have value, and this value commands a certain value or a certain respect or a certain honor. Mm. That is something that I I am constantly working on. Mm. So for for naturally nourish to 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 own up it to have its own place at the table or to make its own table. And say that at this table, these are the services we provide, and this is the this is the respect and command. Yeah. That is a yeah, that's an obstacle that I have we have overcome a bit, <laughs> but we still have yeah, we still have more ground to cover yeah. uh, with our primary customers, but also with with the professional body, because uh, in medic in medical practice we have something called referral. So if I see a baby who has a rash, the only thing I can do is advise you as a mother. Because I am not a dermatologist. Mm. I'm not a pediatrician. I don't, I don't, I am not constantly looking at baby rashes in order to be able to differentiate that this rash might be this, this might be that, this might be that. So short of advice, the only thing I can do is refer you and say, you go and see your pediatrician. And if there was more specialization, I would say maybe go and see your pediatric dermatologist or, or go and see a dermatologist to help you. 
Now, in the in in our medical practice, there has never been a lactation consultant or professional. It has never been heard of in Uganda. Yeah, probably they just read about it, but it ha- they've never found one. So for us, for for naturally nourished to make that a reality, is still something we are working on. It's a work in progress. Okay. Yeah. So we have to first demonstrate to our primary customer that there is this person and then demonstrate to our colleagues that there is skills you need and there is someone who knows these skills already and there is such a profession. That's the whole lifetime journey. Then to get even the, the government or the Ministry of Health or Public Service Commission to even say we need lactation professionals or we need lactation support skills to be to to be elevated to a certain level that they are provided as often as like a pediatrician's visit. Let's say that's another whole journey. Yeah. So it's work in progress. <laughs> it's work in progress, but really, I can see that you have you know you have done mm. a lot. There's there. Mm. I can see there's you know success. You have built up your company and really to come up to, to this point of five years but what mm. is your secret can you share your secret with us or maybe you can give us examples of moments or clients mm. that you have worked with that you are really you know especially proud of mm. well well just to take you back just a little bit the other obstacle i hadn't talked about was running this as a business eh? mm. And not as a hobby. <laughs> Again, it's a work in progress, not as a hobby or a passion. Yeah? <laughs> because the business is about providing services or products and you make profit of them. Mm. And you do that and you repeat that and you repeat that and you also grow and scale. That is still what? A, another ob- obstacle to overcome. That one is a real obstacle. <laughs> now, uh, about what uh, uh, so-called secret? Ah, it's a secret. Uh, <laughs> um, well, for me, first of all, I feel that this is a. I feel enough and eventually believe that this is a calling for me. Okay. By God, for me, I believe my calling is from God, not from government or anywhere else. Mm. Because not until I had a child, it had never occurred to me. And it never occurred to me to even do this as a profession until I felt being led in that direction. Because remember, I was already going in another direction. Mm-hmm. And I just chose to go in this other direction. So for me, that is an important thing. And and he keeps he keeps sparring me on and directing me and redirecting me and you know, and mm-hmm. showing me things I need to do and places I need to go into. Now the other the other secret or or, or, or formula I called it is one that our primary customers our mothers yeah who contact us and they are in need of our services those are the people who really inspire me especially when we go the journey with them mm. until they achieve their goals that's one category so they are mothers who achieve their goals of let's say breastfeeding. There are those who have to redefine their goals and we still work with them. Mm. There are those who have to redefine what success is in feeding their children. There might be something they want, but they might not be able to achieve it because of the circumstances or situation they are in. 
but they, we still work with them and help them get to a point where they are they say I'm successful. Mm. Those are the people who 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 inspire us. Those are the people who share their stories, and you see relevance. They affirm your relevance to them. Yeah. Or in the marketplace. Yeah. Um, about stories for for those who who have been. Oh, sorry. Formula for success. Sorry. The the our that that high level continuous education has been a secret of success for me. Because I realized that the 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 kind of information I need, the kind of knowledge I need to be exceptional in this area, is not found in my country. Mm. Uh, for now, yeah, it's not found in my country. It's found in other places where there are people who have walked this journey for so many years, and. And they, they 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 have found it to be a fulfilling profession. They have been of impact at a global level and all levels. Those are the people who I those are that's the kind of knowledge I want to have. Yeah. Now when I go, I always tell people that I cannot be going to Google to find answers for my clients, and those same mothers are also going to Google. Like what's the difference between me and them? Nothing. Mm. So I have different a different skill set which I have to learn from another source. Okay. So for me that has been an important thing. I mean just recently we are talking about examples of mothers. There's a mother who came to see me and she was having sores on her nipples and pain. Yeah. But this mother knew how to put her baby on the breast. She knew how to hold the baby. I didn't even hold the baby for her. Yeah. She put the baby very well on the breast but she still had pain. Mm. But there is a certain technique I know, which I have learned from from having education and knowledge from from those sources and other professionals I've interacted with, which sorted her problem. Okay. And so and so at a technical level of of this knowing these skills, I feel that that has been a very important thing. That level of education, but also networking with other individuals, other professionals in this in this area. So that's on the technical level. As for the business arm of running things, yes. we are yet we are yet to, to talk about that one <laughs> <laughs> because I realize those are two things: being yeah. a technical person, a professional. Yes, that one I am. I have no query about. But the other side of running business. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But then how do you motivate yourself to keep going even when things get tough? Because that's how business is. It's like a roller coaster Mm. goes up and down. But how do you motivate yourself to keep on going when things are tough? The overarching thing is that the vision has not yet been achieved. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. I mean, if I have not yet, which, which I probably hadn't shared with you, but if I have not yet, if I'm not yet the but if if this if you are not yet aware of these services, mm. then then I'm not there yet. I still have work to do, so I can still motivate myself. Okay. If 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 I think about a mother who had a serious issue with with feeding her child and nurturing her child, and they contacted us and we solved that problem for them, even when I am totally discouraged, I will think about that mother and be like, surely there's another mother out there who will appreciate this thing. Mm. Or who will need this service, and if I close shop, what will happen? 
I mean, what will happen to this man? Other people who, of course, who can provide the service, but we believe we meet a special need in the in the area of 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 um, infant and young child feeding. So, so for me, I keep going. Yeah. Because of that, yeah. <laughs> so, what are the hmm. goals for naturally nourish in? Five years in 2026. Imagine you're being interviewed again. It will be me. I have to interview mm. again in 2026. In 2026. What will we be saying about you in particular as Dr. Doreen and mm. and also naturally nourish? They'll be saying that we are the preferred service providers for this particular area. That if you have a problem with breastfeeding your child, if you have a problem with child nutrition. Look for those people of naturally nourished. Those are the ones. Those are the ones you can tell you. You know how someone says, "I am looking for." Do you have Colgate of Daily Dent? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had something like that? Yeah. Like when someone says that, uh, you when you're going when you're coming to my home, you will reach a certain Shell petrol station. It is called Vision. Yes. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> that is that is the person we want to be because we know. I know for sure that there are going to be other service providers in this area. They already are there. Yeah. Pediatricians provide these, these services. When a mother has problems with breastfeeding, she will go to a pediatrician and say, my child is not feeding. Well, please help me. Mm. Uh, are, but there are also people who are now in, in entering into the provision of nutrition services for, for this group we've talked about. Yeah. But now, now when those ones come and they will come and they've contacted us already. Yes. But we want to stand out as the preferred provider in this area. Number two, we want to be the face of lactation professionalism. That as in the face and the and the, I don't know what the what the word is. When I say the face, it makes it sound like as if that in front here only behind there other things are happening. No. We want to be we want to be the I would say center of excellence or or that the preferred people when when people are asking how can I become a lactation professional? Yeah. Um we want to be those we want to be those people because eventually that's how far the vision stretches. So we are not only looking at mothers, we are also looking at health workers getting these skills. So that we, we, we extend these skills at a greater level. So that at every hospital you go to to deliver you know that you're going to be supported with your breast with breastfeeding, yeah. whether you know you need it or not. Ah. Because, because that is what is already being done. That's what I'm already doing at another at a hospital where they appreciated that value. And every mother who comes to that hospital and gets that service appreciates it, mm. even if they don't initially understand what we do. So that's where we want to be, where it's not just that one hospital, where there are other hospitals where those services are being provided. Wow, wow. I can't wait to see that. 2026, we shall be seeing that. Mm. <laughs> I was wondering, have you ever heard of Design Hub? No, I only heard it when you, when you posted about it. Uh, okay, so Design Hub is a, it's a hub that's towards building entrepreneurs in their journey. So they provide mm. event space, they provide trainings and workshops in relation to, you know, building your business entrepreneurship. And I, mm. I just wanted to ask another question of how do you think we could assist you to grow your business? 
what are you looking for for help basically in building your business because you had pointed a little bit on it but i'd like you to highlight well just i mean growing from that place of running this thing as a solo person mm-hmm. growing a team that's number one because it's very important if we are going to grow and do the things which I'm talking about. Eh? Yeah. I'm not going to go to every hospital and be there. That's and I'm not that type of person. I know you you probably, you know doctors. You know doctors very well. Mm. They work in Akasera, they work in IHK, and they work in Mulago. Yes. I don't want that. Yeah. That is not something I want to do. But I want that service to be extended to Nakasero, to Mulago, to wherever. Yeah. So I need to set up a team of people who are, yes, medical professionals, but also maybe in other fields, maybe marketing or sales, where, and, and to develop a unique model of how, of how we are going to extend these services so that people come to us. Okay. Not necessarily me going to them. Yes. And that will require me to understand my place in probably developing good strategies and doing that and slowly getting away from the nitty gritty. Okay. So that other people can, so that I can pass on those skills to other people. And so that other people can, can now extend. Like imagine if Jesus was the only one doing the things he was doing. Yeah. He had no 12 people. So I'm, let me say, I just want, I, I would want to, to learn how to have my 12 people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and how to extend this influence. Even long when I'm gone, things are, are running. Yeah. Yeah, because this is just the beginning of things. Yeah. We, are not, we are not going to be here forever. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, Doreen, for sharing your story. That has been amazing. I, I really mm-hmm. can't wait to see how far Naturally Nourish is going to go. And indeed, I will be calling you. <laughs> God yes. I will be calling you. I will be calling me. Yeah. What is the next call? 2026? Yeah. <laughs> but I will be calling you for my own personal things when the time yeah. comes. Please do, please do. (laughs) We'll be very happy to support you. Whether you believe whether you you know it or not, Mm. there is a there is a deep, deep science to these things. Yeah. Because I know there are colleagues of my friends eh, would be like, so I've never understood what your business does. (laughs) Like you just tell mothers to put the breast in the mouth, like (laughs) just putting the breast in the mouth. (laughs) And I'm like, bam. Thank you for listening to the Design Hustle podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Design Hub Kampala, Mastercard Foundation, and the Innovation Village. So please check us out at designhubkampala.com. Till next time.